Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Twins and Tigers coming up. Game three of the four-game set. Twins need to get busy. They dropped the first two games of the series. Thursday night, 8-4, 7-1 last night. Joe Ryan gave up five runs in the decisive third inning. The lone run. And Alex Kirilov, home run. Byron Buxton, Carlos Correa struggled. Combined 0-8 for 8 with Five strikeouts in the game. There's big news in the big leagues. It looks like uh, the Oakland Athletics will be leaving the Bay Area and headed for Las Vegas. Uh, Lawmakers there approved a bill that would help fund a billion-dollar-plus ballpark right on the strip near the MGM Grand. And joining us from Las Vegas, television reporter, and an area native, Brian Horwath, good enough to join us. Brian, good to visit with you. Good to be with you, Steve. Yeah, and uh, you, you've joined us in the past. And uh, number one, how's life in Vegas after growing up here in the Midwest? Well, it's it's certainly hotter here, uh, definitely <laughs> in the summertime. Uh, it's an exciting city, though, Steve. It's it's growing by leaps and bounds. There's always something exciting going on. And, of course, like you said, it uh, looks like, Las Vegas is going to get Major League Baseball now. Yeah, the NHL was the first. Of course, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, now the Stanley Cup champs, call Vegas home. How big a deal is that? Hey, has the town really embraced, number one, the, the, the Golden Knights? And uh, is, is pro sports a, a big deal in a town filled with huge attractions? Yeah, certainly the Golden Knights are very successful. They've been embraced by this community. Uh, the Stanley Cup Championship Parade is actually going to happen today along the Strip. There's going to be thousands of people out there. Um, so, you know, it's interesting, though. One of the things that people often talk about about the Golden Knights is that uh, they call them Vegas-born. It's an expansion team. Uh, of course, it's only been here in Las Vegas, a, a six-year-old franchise, and that's uh, one of the, the contentious points from some about this A's deal is that um, some folks are wondering here, hey, if we're going to get Major League Baseball, why can't we get an expansion team like the Golden Knights were? We don't necessarily want somebody else's team. Certainly there's some excitement about um, the A's. Uh, it looks like they're, they're coming here now. Certainly there's excitement about that. But there's also folks that say, hey, look, be more like the Golden Knights. They're our team from day one. So that's kind of an interesting dynamic. Yeah, and of course, uh, the Raiders came over from Oakland as well, and they've got a stadium that 
you know, is another great attraction and really a town built on getting people into town uh, for events, whether it's uh, the, the first couple of rounds of the NCAA basketball tournament or all the celebrities that have residencies. U2 is going to be at the brand new Sphere, uh, putting on shows for quite a run later in the year. Uh, I'm, I'm debating whether or not I should come out for that. I, I, <laughs> I, I really would like to see the Sphere and and you two in concert in that venue. But my point being is that these these the resorts have to embrace this because ultimately uh, these Raiders games are bringing people to town. There's going to be a ton of Viking fans in Vegas for Vikings Raiders later in the year. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, certainly the Packers also are going to play in Las Vegas this year. So Las yep. Vegas gets around 40 million visitors per year. And uh, that's that's a big reason why, you know, the A's ownership team wants to move to Las Vegas. They say, they, they predict for this new ballpark that somewhere around a third of the fans that go to games, uh, once it's built, it's not going to open until 2028, will be tourists. So you, that's a very large number. But looking at Raiders games, you know, that's essentially what happens. It's interesting for the Raiders, about half of the season ticket holders for the team actually live in California. So, um, you know, Las Vegas is certainly accustomed to having people come in. And and with baseball, you know, one of the things that proponents of the stadium have have talked about too is, you know, fans are likely going to want to come in and and stay for a whole series. You know, not just maybe stay for a game, but come in for a series, you know, two or three, four games and, and watch their club play here in Las Vegas. Brian Horwath joining us, uh, area native, now a reporter in Las Vegas at KTNV, and looks like the A's are on their way to town. There's still work to be done. Ballpark still needs to be built. Um, and let, let, let's get into that part of it and and the bill that ultimately got this done. Uh, the, the public is stepping up. The legislature had to act. The governor had to act. Not everyone was in favor but but it looks like a deal is done, and now uh, planning and, and work needs to be done on a prime piece of real estate right near the MGM Grand. That's right, yeah. Um, so the ballpark would go on the site that actually now houses the Tropicana Las Vegas uh, Casino Resort. So that would be torn down. They, they would demolish that, and uh, the ballpark would go on about nine acres on that site right at close to the intersection of Las Vegas Boulevard and Tropicana Avenue. Uh, Now, the rest of that site, another about 25 acres, that would be developed into a whole new resort casino. And according to the Bally's Corporation, which owns the Tropicana, uh, possibly some type of of sports attraction, maybe some kind of memorabilia attraction, something like that as well. So that would be a whole, you know, 35 or so acres of, uh, a new ballpark, a whole new casino, hotel, and other development there. So um, th- that's something that, again, it's going to take it's going to take a few years. They're not saying that this park would open until 2028, but uh, that certainly would be uh, something to look forward to for baseball fans. Brian Horwath joining us from Las Vegas on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Certainly, big big news. Uh, would would the team, based on what you understand? move to Las Vegas immediately and, and play in the minor league park for the time being? Well, that's that's kind of the assumption now. Now, there's still some things up in the air. 
um, the A's lease at the Oakland Coliseum runs through next year. Um, Now, I've been told that the team isn't going to try to break that lease, so it looks like uh, the team most likely will will play the 2024 season in Oakland no matter what. Of course, you know, things can change, but tentatively what's been talked about is that the, the A's would share Las Vegas ballpark, which is the home of the Las Vegas Aviators, their AAA team. Uh, they would share that ballpark for a few years until the new park opens. Now, you know, that would cause some logistical issues. They'd have to work some things out, two teams playing in a stadium. Uh, So, you know, there's a lot yet to to work out, but that looks like the most likely thing that would happen at this point. And right at the top, Brian, you brought up the heat. Um, obviously there's a triple A team in town and they get through it and I'm sure they play at night and not in the heat of the day, uh, but you know, ultimately having the major leagues playing in the desert, Phoenix does it, but they've got Chase Field in downtown Phoenix, uh, with a roof over it. So for, for the major leagues, it would be in a way uncharted territory. Yeah, no question. Now, this would be a retractable roof stadium, so yeah, you're not going to necessarily want fans to, you know, be outside when it's a 114 degrees like it like it sometimes gets to here in Las Vegas. Right, but, but in um, the short term, at the minor league facility, they would they would it would be open air. Exactly, no question. Now, the the one caveat I'd, I'd say about that is that that ballpark is in Summerlin. It's a few miles outside of Las Vegas. The elevation is a little bit higher. It's usually about 10 degrees or so cooler than it is actually in Las Vegas. Now that's still pretty hot. You're still talking (laughs) about David. It's going to be over 100, but uh, that, that is one, uh, one small aspect of this. Yeah. And then I, you, you kind of feel for the Oakland fans and, and, and you brought that up as well, that, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights were an expansion franchise. It's always been a team in Vegas. They've had a great deal of success. And now are the Stanley Cup champs. You had the Raiders move from Oakland. And, and I'm sure there is sensitivity because there there is a great reliance on people coming in from California, whether it's uh, Southern California or the Bay Area, uh, you know, they are very good customers for Las Vegas. So there's got to be sensitivity to that as well. Yeah, no question. I think there are definitely a lot of people that feel kind of bad for the A's fans. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's a that's a lot of history for that franchise. It's been in Oakland since the 1960s. A lot of great players, championships, and some oh. really great teams. So uh, there's definitely people who, you know, feel for the A's fans right now. Um, but you know, as you know, Steve, I mean, pro sports is a business, and and I think that's what we're seeing here. You know, there, there's a business opportunity in Las Vegas, and and the A's ownership is uh, they're taking advantage of that. Well, Brian, good to visit with you. Thanks so much for the time, and uh, I enjoy following you. You keep me up to date on what's going on in Vegas. So a great uh, follow on Twitter. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, Brian Horwath, joining us, television reporter, grew up in the area, and I, I followed him for a long time, and uh, it's good enough to join me time to time. And certainly big news, looks like another attraction headed for Vegas, and uh, it will be the Las Vegas A's. Um, is it a done deal? Major League owners need to approve the move, and they will meet and talk about it. One of the other things that came out of this was Rob Manfred's comments about 
Oakland didn't try, Oakland didn't do enough, they didn't have a proposal. Not sure that's necessarily true. They were having a difficult time getting public financing for a ballpark in Oakland, but there were a number of proposals on the table. And let's face it, uh, the Coliseum is well past its prime. But one thing I said all along, when the Raiders left the Coliseum and moved to the new uh, stadium in Las Vegas, Allegiant Stadium, I believe, that the first thing they could have done is torn down Mount Davis, that monstrosity that was built for the return of the Raiders for football with all the suites and stuff out in center field. Tear that down, get rid of it, restore the ballpark, put some money into the park to make it more appealing. Fix the plumbing. Uh, Put a fresh coat of paint on things. Uh, Create some amenities in that facility. But I think one of the best would have been getting rid of uh, Mount Davis and in the old days, uh, pre-construction to that part of the facility, uh, folks had a great view of the hills, and it, it had a, a feel in in a certain way of Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City. So, uh, feel bad for the A's fans. Uh, Rob Manfred taking heat uh, for some comments uh, about what's transpired in Oakland, but all signs point to the A's ending up in Vegas. Quick break, we'll come back, count you down to the Twins and the Tigers, take a look back at a tough night Friday night at Target Field, and then uh, get you set for today's ball game. One ten first pitch, Corey and Danny, Chris Hatterberry standing by with the lineup card moments away at 12.30 here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Twins, Tigers, game three of the four-game set coming up from Target Field, and so far... Uh, The Tigers, who were reeling in June, have taken the first two games of the series, 8-4 Thursday night, 7-1 last night. They get to Joe Ryan, Twins bats quiet, with the exception of Alex Kirilov. Righty to lefty, and the 1-2 pitch, a fly ball into left field, hit well, Ibanez back, still going, still going at the wall, that ball's gone, a home run! Quiet no more, Alex Kirilov to the bleachers and left, his fourth home run. And the Twins have a one nothing lead in the second. So, Kirilov, the home run, that is the only run in the ballgame on Friday night for the Twins. And Joe Ryan's been really good, except for Friday night, a lovely night at Target Field. Felt pretty good out of the gate and just have made some pitches. Um, maybe wrong spot at the wrong time. Um, yeah, happens, and they've got some... Weak hits and then some big hits and strung those together. Um, definitely frustrating just knowing the situations and uh, not really didn't put the ball exactly where I wanted to in those spots. But um, other than that, command felt fine. Um, just frustrating to see that those outcomes sometimes. Yeah, so Joe Ryan, rare struggles, five-run third, ended up hanging in there and giving the Twins bullpen a rest, ended up going seven. Seven hits, six runs, all of those earned. Struck out seven, didn't walk anybody, but once again, a rough third inning, and that did the Twins in. The Tigers had one in the fourth, one again in the ninth. They cruised 7-1 the final in the ball game last night, and I mentioned this on final pitch, sitting in for Henry Lake last night. What stands out for me, two key guys in this lineup who need to do more, and that is Carlos Correa and Byron Buxton. 0 for 8. 
combined for five strikeouts in the two and three hole in that lineup. They need to be better. Uh, Carlos Correa has had some big hits as of late, uh, some big home runs, including the grand slam, but uh, more consistency out of this Twins lineup, which is striking out way too much. And, of course, uh, we'll count it down. Jose De Leon against Joey Wentz today. Uh, the Tigers still 10 games under 500. The Twins right at 500 at 35 and 35. Twins two and a half games clear of Cleveland. Uh, the Guardians are five games under 500. Then Detroit in third, 10 games under uh the Chicago White Sox still struggling, 11 games under. And then Kansas City now, the worst record in the major leagues. They have just 18 wins, 18-51. and 51. Oakland has been on a bit of a tear lately. They're now 19-53. and 53. So Kansas City just terrible in 2023. Back to the ball game today uh, for the Minnesota Twins. And how are they going to go on this Saturday? Well, let's take a sneak peek at the lineup. I know the lineup card is on the way, but I just flat out can't resist. So if you're on the way to Target Field, it'll be a lovely day. And, of course, uh, Big Father's Day weekend at the ballpark. Uh, the Twins will have Byron Buxton leading off and DH. Then it's Solano Correa, Farmer. Farmer will be at second today. Lewis will bat fifth. He'll be at third. Then Castro, Kirilov, Jeffers, and Taylor. So Byron Buxton will lead off and DH today. Then Solano Correa, Farmer, Lewis, Castro, Kirilov, Jeffers, and Taylor. That is the lineup behind Jose De Leon getting the start today for the Minnesota Twins. And as we mentioned, uh, Joey Wentz for the Tigers in the ballgame today. And a quick check of uh, what, what's going on in the major leagues today. Uh, the Twins and Tigers obviously playing uh, one of the early games. Also Orioles and Cubs in an early window today. All the other action coming up later on in the big leagues. Uh, Texas hosting Toronto. Saw a story. Uh, I, I think it's fair to say in the middle of June to say the Texas Rangers are for real. 15 games over 500. Uh, Miami's in Washington to play the Nats today. It'll be Philadelphia in Oakland to play uh, the soon-to-be Las Vegas Athletics. Uh, Cincinnati travels to Houston. Uh, the LA Angels are in Kansas City to play the dreadful Royals. Uh, St. Louis visits New York to play the Mets today. Colorado's in Atlanta. Chicago is in Seattle to play the Mariners. Pittsburgh visits Milwaukee to play the Brewers. And then under the lights tonight, Tampa Bay at San Diego to play the Padres. It'll be New York at Boston. Yankees, Red Sox from Fenway tonight. Giants and Dodgers from L.A. And the Guardians are in Arizona to play the Diamondbacks. That'll be a 9-10 start our time. Big thanks to Josh Wheeler running the controls, producing the program. I'm Steve Thompson. I'll be back following the ball game today. Twins and Tigers. Game three of the four-game set from Target Field. Enjoy. We'll talk to you later today here on CCO. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.